When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Jokes with Mark Simmons, uh, the podcast where I chat to another comedian about jokes and routines and thoughts that they've mm. tried and don't work for whatever reason. And as always in the intro, I'm joined by producer Joel. Hello. There he is. How's it going, Joel? Really well, thank you. I don't like how see-through your socks are. They look like I, a low denier tight. They're my girlfriend's, I think. Wow. Our socks have got mixed up and I think they're trainer socks and I think they're a bit, they're stretched and they're quite tight. I think they're my girlfriend's. Do they look like girls' ones? Yeah, they, they look do. lacy. That, yeah. Yeah. yeah they're they quite are sexy. Oh, thanks. But yeah, so, yeah, so I, I, I like them. <laughs> Sorry, Joel, but I like them. Um, we had some feedback for a few jokes within the podcast. So if you want to give any feedback about the jokes, uh, tweet in at Jokes with Mark or on any socials. Um, so I did one about naked yoga, all talk, mm. no trousers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, naked stretching? Yeah. Naked stretching, yeah, yeah. all talk, no trousers. And someone said, if you want to do one about naked yoga, why not naked yoga? It's for downward dog's bollocks. Like, thank you, Keenan Hinchcliffe. Um, we also had um, another bit of feedback about ta- some of Tanya's material. Nice. Um, so Tanya was talking about, like, um, similarities between, like, putting links between social media and the Bible. And then someone's put Paco B. Garcia at comedy underscore tourist. Mm-hmm. Great episode. Things popped into my mind while listening. I apologise in advance. Why not compare the Bible to the internet and different beliefs to social media sites? Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Twitter must be the Catholic Church because of its disdain towards women. Does Twitter have a disdain towards women? Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, well done, Paco. That's quite funny. And something surely can be done, one of two, move on to the next tweet, with The Last Supper and sharing pictures of food on Instagram. Yeah. Not, not bad suggestion. Good, yeah. Also, not much makes me lose control of myself, but if you cancel my Saturday... Oh, this is about one of my jokes. Mm-hmm. I did a joke where I got a gig cancelled. Yeah, If you yeah, cancel yeah. a comedian last minute, there'll be a comedian going spare, as in angry, as yeah. in spare. Um, not much makes me lose control of myself, but if you cancel my Saturday night gig in the last, at last minute... A comedian's getting wasted. I don't like the setup particularly, but the comedian's getting wasted yeah. is and um, getting drunk. Yeah, it's good. Good yeah. idea. Well done. Top work. So if you want uh, us to read out your feedback, um, just tweet in social medias and all that. So ah, oh, move on. I want to talk about this week's one, but quickly, 
Oh, listen, comedians, there's new comedians in cars getting coffee. Yeah. Jerry Seinfeld. We spoke about Jerry Seinfeld last week. Yeah. Um, his series on Netflix. I've been watching it. I watched them all, actually. Wow. Watched, yeah, I watched them all in a couple Short of days. Short form, snackable content. Yeah, it's lovely. It's a bit like this. Yeah. And you know what? I watched the Eddie Murphy one. Mm-hmm. And it is a very... If you like this podcast, you'll, you'll really like it. They talk really talk about comedy. and oh, It's great. I mm. really thoroughly enjoyed it. And also, obviously, because... Eddie Murphy, two amazing specials, and then sort of went into acting yeah. and didn't really yeah, stand yeah, yeah, up again. Yeah. And th- I don't know if this is real, but they said, there's an article saying £70 million deal has been done from net- for, next- for Netflix uh, for his new special. Whoa. It probably includes all this sort of stuff as well with the comedians and cars. And yeah, that. I don't know. So. £70 million for a stand-up Pretty special. Good. What do you feel about it? Because some people have been saying, don't do it because you, your legacy and all that. Yeah, but like, it's great. That's what I think. If it's, what if it's good, amazing. If it's good, look, Adam Sandler was a, did an amazing special. Yeah. Sort of shocked everyone. Yeah, yeah. I just hope he doesn't rush it. But like, yeah, like the thing with someone like Eddie Murphy, if he's, if it, it depends who he's surrounded by. If he's surrounded by people mm. who are honest, because if he goes on stage at a comedy club, they're probably gonna laugh anyway. Yeah, yeah, true. But if he's got people around him going, oh, that's not so good. Uh, yeah, get him on here. You're saying. What I'm saying is, tweet. We'll at, be honest. We'll be honest with tweet Eddie. Eddie Murphy if he's on Twitter. And say, get him on this damn podcast. So yeah, that's that. Comedy news. Comedy news. Um, (laughs) This week, we've got the brilliant Paul Foote. Yes. Yes. Thoroughly enjoyed recording this one. Um, I went to Paul Foote's house and Paul Foote made me dinner. Very nice. Very hospitable. Is that hospitable? Yeah. Hospitable. Hospitable. Mm Mm-hmm. As in, he's a good host. Yeah. Yeah, is that what that means? (laughs) Cool. So, yeah, I hope you enjoy this one. Have a listen. It's great. So, here's a fun fact. Oh, yes. Did you know... You you won't know this. As a comedian, my first audio sort of radio slash podcast experience was on your Resonance FM radio show. First time. Hello, hello, testing. <laughs> I was just, I wanted to do that from time to time. I think it's good that I do it I think you should. from time to time to make sure it's working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every so often. Did you want me to, <laughs> did you want me to respond to your comment or was it just something you wanted to throw into I dead air? I was wondering if you remembered it. Well, I remember being on Resonance FM. Do you remember me being on it? I don't remember you no. being on it. I came to one. Joel Domit oh. turned up late. Yes. Trevor Locke was there. Right, yeah. Rupert Magenta. Yeah, Rupert Rat. Yeah, you used to call, yes, because you called him that in the show, I remember. I think Joel Domit licked someone's nipple. Do you remember that? No, I licked his nipple. You did it? No, no. You licked Joel's? No, no, because he, I milked his nipple. That was it? Because he's very unusual, you can get milk out of his nipple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that yes. was that episode. Oh, you were there. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't really say anything. That's probably why I can't remember. I was a bit nervous because I was quite new to comedy. Oh. I made one joke. I can remember what joke it was. Um, someone was talking about being on the tube and hating it when yes. people wear a backpack. Mm-mm. You know, when it's busy. So taking up that space where they should put the backpack when they get between shot. their legs. When they what? When they get shot. When they get shot. Oh, I thought you were talking about that. Oh, gentlemen, when he got shot, that was a long time back, ago. Back. No, I thought it was a. I oh, thought, it was a long time ago. That probably was around that time. Yeah, I, yes, it was long. That's why I oh, thought maybe your, it was. What's your joke about? They get and then they get shot. No, it no, no, it's not the punch. No, them. it was literally because someone said that they should have the bag between their legs because it's they shouldn't have it on their back when it's busy. And yeah. I said, if I see that, I just go between their legs. That's pretty much all I said. Oh, that was a joke. Yeah, 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 yeah it got a laugh joke. on the day, and that's all I said for about an hour. 
Speaking of going, it wasn't quite the same, but going between the legs. I was on the train a little while ago, and I was like holding great big bags. I can't remember what was in it, but then the train sort of tilted, yeah, and sort of went across to one side as it went round a bend or something, and then I started to fall. And obviously, you know, all these commuters are, it's, you know, tend to be fairly reserved. You know, you don't get involved with other commuters. No. But then it became clear. And I was because I was holding whatever it was, I couldn't drop whatever it was because I think I was having to hold it up in the air so it didn't break. Or it was right. something fragile or something. Mm. And then it became clear that I just fell into them and they had to literally just <laughs> like hold me and push me back up. Oh, that's nice. Yes. That's a nice story. But Do you think they were annoyed? They seemed annoyed. They were, annoyed. <laughs> they were very angry. Wow. There you go. Yes. Um, so, uh, yes. Let's get on with the podcast. Oh, is that that? So that's was, like the intro. That's, that's that wasn't the main. That was thing. me just to sort of get you relaxed, Paul. Do you feel relaxed? Yeah, yes. But I remember Resonance FM. I used to do it every. Oh yeah. Week. And then after a while, they said we, they said we need to give you a rest from Resonance <laughs> FM, and we, you know, and you'll come back after a few months. And then I said, oh, are, are we being sacked? And then no, they're not being sacked. <laughs> we're just giving you a rest. And then they said. Um, you can still come and use the facilities if you want to make me record your own podcast that's not going to go on the radio station, but just for your own to oh. record. But then they, after a while they said, well, you can't come in to use the facilities, but you'll still be coming. Anyway, the point is, I was sacked. <laughs> but it was a, a long, drawn-out Really sucking. long-winded. Yeah, very long. Oh. Well, maybe I wasn't. Maybe I, they'll ring me up soon still, and say, is want you back. Thing? Is it still a thing, Resonance FM? Or does it not exist? Well, I don't know. But oh, you, would, know. you think it wouldn't be now with podcasts being so easy to sort of yeah, maybe record not. like we are now, cross-legged? Yes. And a lot of the things, a lot of businesses come and go without me really getting involved. For example, Shonglers was a comedy oh, yeah. club and uh, I did it in 1998. I did an open spot there oh, yeah. and then I didn't do anything further. And then it carried on for another 15 years or so, and then it went into liquidation. <laughs> oh, wow. You didn't, that's interesting. You didn't do one jonglers throughout all that, no, all your career? No, not one time, no. No, you did well. So often, when I'm not involved with the company, there might be a delayed reaction, and then it will go. <laughs> for example, bust. another one uh, would be um, uh, British Home Stores. Right. I didn't shop in there for years, <laughs> and then there was a delay... Yeah. After 15 years or so, it went went bust. So have you got any uh, bits that you've tried recently that you can't get to work, that you like? Um, oh, well, well, I suppose so. I mean, uh, you, you want to talk about things that don't quite work, but I mean, yeah. my process is, tends to... I often have things that don't quite work and then I keep working on them until they work. Oh, really? Okay. I mean, if I, I actually wrote some things down. Oh, great. One was um, my Shire Horse piece oh, of comedy. Oh, yeah, I saw that show. Which I did on is television. It, which one is it? Is that the one, the show, where you were backstage for like the first sort of 20 minutes on the mic? Was that the Shire Horse show? So oh, I, that was a different show. That oh, was, was it? Still Life. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the live show. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So, yeah, that was when I... That, in fact, you got your information slightly incorrect there when you said I was backstage for 20 minutes. It was actually 
37 minutes before I took to the stage. So that was a show in which... 37! The backstage... Well, backstage, but also I would come out into the audience... It's on the side. ...during the backstage. I would sort of roam around the audience, but yeah. I didn't actually formally take to the stage for 37 minutes. Is that, what, is that the show where you sort, of, you sort of do a jumping on someone at one point? It was a while ago, so I can't... Well, all the shows uh, jump on people. In fact, a lot of people come up to me after the show and they say... Oh, two years ago you mounted me in the show and they said, we're very disappointed you didn't mount me this year. But I said, well, I had to, you know, I can't mount everyone every year. Uh, but uh, I um, I think that I know what you mean. It was a show when I uh, I had a character called Penny. Yes. And I had a like, like, nice mask over my eyes and I was a lady called Penny who was very, uh, had very... Um, mercurial emotions one could say mm. or my emotions would change at a moment's notice and uh, I would go from being highly flirtatious <laughs> and to being very aggressive yeah yeah yes, yes I remember that so what were you going to say about the shy horses well shy horses is one of those things <laughs> where I did it on television and everyone really liked it and it's on my CD and people buy it and blah 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 and a big success but when I started it took a long time to evolve to that point and when right. I started it, st- it didn't have all the content it had at the end it was, it, it was just oh, the number of shire horses is going down which was sometimes really funny just me talk about shire horse numbers <laughs> but it would also sometimes <laughs> remember, be yeah, yeah. a total failure you know sometimes I would do it at these new material nights as they were then and it was just didn't work at all, you know. No. So, and people would sort of, uh, sometimes people would say, well, that's just, what was it? You know, just that, too surreal what, for that, him. What, you know, just, what is that? You know, why are you bothering with that? <laughs> so a lot of people, <laughs> things take a while. And another thing I wrote down is improvised plays. So, for example, when I do my secret shows, mm. which is just to people on my uh, Connors, uh, Guild of Connoisseurs mailing list in London, and I often just make up a, a play. Like I'll, I'll involve someone in the audience, find out things about their life and maybe some other people who are involved with that person. And then I'll play all the characters. And so you play the people? I'll play all the roles oh. and then I do a play and then bring them in as maybe other characters and make up a whole play. And, yeah. then it all, and as I'm doing it, I'm literally improvising all of it. And as I'm doing it, I'm having to have my brain in several places all at once because I'm having to think where's this play going how am I going to finish it it's quite it took me a long time to really work out how to do that and it's it's a real higher wire high high wire sort of trapeze act and the audience have to be really with me because it's like so dangerous what I'm doing they're all with me but I remember and I do act uh, you know several times a year now at my Mm. secret shows but I remember doing one this was maybe 12 years ago, more longer ago maybe, and um, I knew I wanted to do something like that, but I didn't quite know how to do it, and so I I did a thing and it was like a secret show but it was uh, much less money, it was like I said, it's only £2 per person or something, and I'm doing something experimental and it's sort of like this play and I'll make it up and and I want to practice this or something and people all came but it just didn't really work at all. Oh, like, really? You know, like, and then I remember afterwards, this uh, member of the audience coming up in a slightly patronising way, sort of... No, she wasn't patronising, but she was just a bit concerned, and she was sort of saying, um, <laughs> so, um, it's that 
sort of what you were expecting? Uh, did you <laughs> think that that was going to work? And I, I was didn't give anything away. I just sort of said, oh, well, it was an experimental evening and I enjoyed the performance or something. But, I mean, she was right. It didn't work at all. <laughs> and there seemed to be no hope for it. How could you possibly make that work? But now that works. I, I, but those sort of people, I never know how they've got the, how they can do that. Do you, do you know what I mean? It, like, I'd be so awkward if someone's just struggled. Yes. Like, they're so sort of mean, isn't it? Well, I don't think she meant to be mean. I think it was more that I had presented this as a experimental thing. Right, okay. And come to its two pat whatever it was, not very much, and it's experimental. Yeah. But it really didn't work, and so she just seemed to be quite perturbed by the whole... Yeah, oh, right. Because quite often experience. when you have a bad gig... A lot of people don't know how to react to you. And they, they say, say the classic thing like, how, how did you think that went? That's like a classic. Yeah. Or they go up to the person, the two, you know, we're standing with comics that have done well. And like, oh, that was really good. That was really good. That was really good. And they just sort of miss you. Yes. I mean, I had that even last week. I was in Amsterdam doing some shows. Oh, right. Cool. And it all went well. But even, even sometimes uh, it, I was on with, another comedian um and um sean mclaughlin and um hey. sometimes you know and i i had just maybe finished mm. and maybe we we took it in turns but let's say for uh, there was one night he went on first i went on second it went really well he went well yes and i went really well it was all great and i've just finished and then people so i'm the one that people are remembering more because i've just mm. finished and then most pe- lots of people coming up to me and to Sean and saying, well done, blah, blah, blah. But then there's some people who are saying, um, who just ignore me and just say, oh, really? Sure, really good, well done. <laughs> but then you get the opposite as well, I suppose. There's always going to be some people who prefer one to another. Yeah, yeah, especially, I mean, you're both very different. But that's all right because you've both done well. But when yeah. it's that situation when you haven't done well, then it's... Yeah, I quite find it, awkward. I find it funny now. It used to be awkward, but I just like, I don't care now. Yes, because you know, you know, you're good. Mm. If you have a bad gig, you have a bad gig. I remember a few years ago. I it was this was probably twelve years ago now, and I did um, Edinburgh run, and I did a show called Old, Old Rope, which is mm. a new material night, and I did it every single night, and I did a different mime every <laughs> night, which. <laughs> Mime Plus, because it has speaking in it as well. And I did it. I did a different Mime Plus every night. And they all went well, I remember, because I just remember it went well every night. Every single night went well. It was always fun. Yeah. And then, um, so I knew that they had all gone well. And then this couple came up who looked like a nice couple, nice young couple, all looked nice people. But they just sort of said, oh, oh, yes, we saw you at that old rope thing. And you stunk the room out. <laughs> really? You were awful. And oh I my thought God. initially I thought they're just being friendly and then I thought maybe they're just having a joke. Then yeah. it became clear they were just being really nasty. Really horrible. So you never know, you know, there's always going to be oh, uh, I can't understand how people can oh, do it's that. It's funny, you know. Yeah. It's all right, of course, if you've gone well. But they might just they probably just didn't get it. Well obviously not, no. Oh there's another, another one. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say this, but I can say it anyway, because no one will know who it was exactly. Okay. I don't think they can work out from what I'm saying who it was. I'll tweet in if you do work it out, at Jokes of Mark. I'll be careful not to reveal it. It doesn't matter anyway. <laughs> anyway, it was someone um, 
who was a producer who arranged a meeting with me and it was a producer who produced a television show for well-known alternative comedian. Okay, yeah. Who's who you would regard as alternative and mm-hmm. and uh, a comedian that I would admire and a comedian who enjoys my work too. So yeah. Someone like that. Anyway, this producer came along and said, um, you know, I produced this television show for this comedian and I'd be interested in looking at whether we could make something for you on the television, you know, what the way forward is. So I said, well, um, I'm doing um, a secret show. And um, and I said, uh, in the second half, I'll be doing my... Because he, he said, I think I want to see your... Bit of improv, but he wanted to see my more formal work, my sort of stand-up main show. Yeah. It's all stand-up, but my main sort of show thing, mm. structured show. So I said, um, well, I said, yes, come along. And I said, second half, I'd be doing the show. So when he came along, um, I just reinforced him. I said, so just to remind you, second half will be the the show, as it were. Mm. First half, I, I just mess around with the audience, improvise some stuff and um, probably not really so relevant to you to what you're looking at but just mm. enjoy it in the second half we'll see the show yeah anyway so then uh, then I'm doing the first half and I'm improvising with the audience and which I do so many times with my secret show audience and this and it goes it's going really well you know and obviously they're always going to be a bit different each time mm. but I remember this one specifically went down really well it was really just great fun it was just really <laughs> flowing and it was everyone was enjoying the improv i noticed the producer man wasn't laughing but then i thought well sometimes people are analyzing or yeah thinking yeah if you're in the industry if you're in the industry so i took any notice really anyway thank you very much ladies and gentlemen we'll have an interval now um in the second half i'll be doing my new edinburgh show whatever it was hope you've enjoyed this first half with the improvisation and the play I made up, or whatever it was, rapturous applause, everyone delighted. I mean, <laughs> what a great first half. Couldn't have been better. Uh, and then, I, then the producer man just, uh, he never even said goodbye. He just obviously left. Just went. Sh- and sh- stunned. <laughs> you know, whatever it was, whatever <laughs> oh, it was what I did. Idiot. But I think what it was, was he, um, well, I don't know, but, but I mean, this other comedian's pretty alternative, but whatever it was, I think he wasn't prepared for no. how alternative it was going to be. But you'd already told him that that wasn't the the bit. Yes, but anyway, it goes to show, it goes to show you never know what people are going to think. No, exactly. So we can't worry about it, I don't think. So you used to have those little cards, disturbances. Yes, I still you, have those. You still do yes. those. So they're almost like one-liners, aren't they? They're sort of... The short, little shorter bits, aren't yeah, they? Some of them are quite long. Some of them go on for quite a few sentences, but okay. they're normally shorter, yes. Have any of those you've tried and gone, I won't do that again? Yes, I have the ones that didn't work so well, I suppose. Mm. Um, but I tend to... I tend to think... Um, uh, whatever I'm working on... Um, if it doesn't quite work, I always think there's a reason I'm working on it. There's a reason why I'm interested in the idea. Yeah. So I'll keep working on it until I work out what it is I want to do. Yeah, okay. That's cool, because that's, that's similar to me. But I, So if I think there's a funny idea in a joke, 
and I can't quite get it, I'll just put it on the back burner for a while and then come back to it another time. So I guess that's basically the same thing, really. Yes. There are sometimes things when you just think, oh, this is a really funny concept. Mm. And the audience, people, you just realise people don't relate to it in the same way that, right. yeah, yeah. that I do. Um, that can happen. And then you just forget about it. Mm. But if it's something more general... Can you remember any of those? Uh Ones that people... Yeah, so that you thought yes. it was a, people could relate to it, but generally they can't. There are, I suppose there are some things that um, specifically are funny to me, but maybe not to other people as much. Like, I find Dignitas hilarious. You know, that place <laughs> where people go to... Really, Switzerland. Switzerland, all like one-way one ticket on EasyJet oh, to got, Zurich. I've for, got a joke about that. Do you want to hear my joke about that? Oh, yes. Um, I, my friend said if, if he was going to get euthanised he'd go to Switzerland I said that's one way yes and that, but people don't like it sometimes because it's about death but I think I've discussed that on the podcast before yes but you, th- you think that's funny <laughs> yeah, yes. yeah yeah so if you, you've done a bit on I vaguely remember you doing a bit well I sometimes have references to it in a certain you know, there was a piece about it but it didn't it is funny but it's, uh, it's it's more funny to me specifically. There are some things that just specifically are funny in my head. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then there are other things, which is the opposite. Like, um, oh, there's a bit in my show now, and it's about um, it's about someone organising a su- a suburban orgy, <laughs> and then it's about turn the pictures of the kids face down because you don't want to like see a picture of like your. Greasy virgin son yeah. clutching a diploma from the University of Slough, <laughs> and um, and uh, so I I wrote that with my Aaron, my writing partner. We write it together. Okay. And then, but I think I thought that it, I didn't really. I mean, I I can't remember. We wrote it together, so I can't remember exactly how we wrote the line. I might even have written the line myself or yeah. he might have done it or we wrote it together. Mm. But so it, so it wasn't, but, but I still thought, well, I don't think people are quite going to relate to this. It didn't seem to, but anyway, people related to it more than I did, you know. Oh, really? So it can get things that, you know. Well, that, yeah, but that's, sex is way. funny, isn't it? People find sex funny. Yes, but it wasn't the sex thing. I think it was the reference to the, um, to the, the pictures it was the reference to like a sort of 20 year old spotty um son sort of the plumber from slough's putting putting people off yeah the uh (laughs) the activity the orgy and i sort of thought it was to do with the because what really drives the joke is that thing about the but anyway, mm. I didn't really quite relate to it in the way that audiences. So, if the audience were going for it, you you would did you got rid of that, or did you keep doing it? I anyway? kept doing it, but you, but you just it, yes. oh okay. So the, yes, so it's just it shows that sometimes you just don't know, you just sometimes can't tell you don't what. Know, yes, what so there's always an element of the unknown as you write, particularly observational comedy. Um, I had one that I thought like everyone would get yes. and it didn't and then I only I've tried it and tried it and tried it and it never really hits hard it's one of those jokes that maybe gets 40% of the yes. rest um, and it's a joke about so basically I didn't realise but not everyone knows willies as a thing 
you know you go oh that thing between your legs like yeah. as a thing yeah so i wrote so there's loads of different versions of the jokes the original version was my girlfriend uh said what's your problem with using a strap on i said well it's not my thing right right and i and it wasn't really hitting and i never really knew why because I thought, when i wrote that i thought well that's i know that as as a that that's your thing Yes, but and then I did a gig the other day. I changed it again because it didn't work, and I changed it to um, a girl. Something like a girl asked me if if this is uh, I sent her this dick pic, and I went, "Oh no, that's not my thing." And again, it didn't work. And then I asked the audience. I just asked them. I said, "Why doesn't that work?" And they went, well, "We don't. We don't know what you're talking about." Yes, I it's... wouldn't either. You wouldn't either. No, so why I'm do like, I know that? Yes, I mean, I wouldn't. You wouldn't say that's my thing. I would. That's so weird. I don't know yeah. why that is. Tweet in if you were uh, at Jokes with Mark, if you would refer to a penis as a thing. But yeah, so I thought that was gold when I wrote that, but turns out I'm the only person that... Yeah, I think maybe it's a regional thing, maybe only people... A regional thing, yeah. Where, or maybe... Uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe it's just... I don't know, because I, it's, not, might be. uh, it's not something I would um, but let's say, be familiar with. But, if, but, but like you, someone would go, get that thing away from me. Have you ever heard that about a willy? I suppose so. And I yes, want to make it clear, that's not like a personal experience of someone yeah. saying that to me. But in a film or something, you go, God, get that thing away from me. I suppose so. But I don't think it's sufficiently... I can't think of a single film that that would... It's not sufficiently familiar. People <laughs> don't normally use the word thing. No. So that's, that, that, that's that joke doesn't work. No, it doesn't work. really annoyed me. Not... No. That's, you know, you just never know, do you? Oh. That might just be you and your friends or something use that word or something yeah just yeah <laughs> I don't, don't know. know but I thought I really I was so d- disappointed with that have you got any other bits what, what have you got written down uh, well I've written madness my madness is some comedy I do when I say all weird things okay so not your so your disturbances are a different thing that's to different this. to madness madness so, is totally different to disturbances yeah it's totally separate so I just say <laughs> all like unrelated phrases what um and they don't make any sense and uh, and i say it's like to audience members as to say things like cop a load of you with your hetero cream <laughs> and i say i hear you recently found the keys to an old aunt good news crumbed melon anyone no, it goes on like that for two and two thirds minutes but then that was like a real breakthrough to create that sort of comedy because it was like, it doesn't make any sense, but everyone laughs and they don't know quite That's why. perfect. It's so original. Yes. Um, but of course, I couldn't do that for more than... How easy is that to come up with? Really difficult. Yeah. It was really hard. A bit crumbed melon. Crumbed melon. Yeah, I like that. And a bit peaky. You look like you've contracted Bulgaria. <laughs> So, so, so to come up with those, I bet you tried loads, loads, of, and those things. Cold. Take solace from a grief sausage, and then like so, like sausage. <laughs> but I'd have like sausage grief, is a funny word. Grief sausage, chocolate sausage, um, tra- sausage tragedy, uh, grief omelette. You know, and all these different combinations. Wow. And I have to, and I felt I did it with. And grief sausage was what you ended up with. Yes. And I did it with Aaron. We did it together because I think we needed two people in the room. Because yeah, if yeah. you went just on your own, 
Mm. It was almost, it was even with two people, it was almost impossible because we would go over these things over and over again and we'd have heard grief sausage a hundred times <laughs> and we'd be saying, which is better, grief sausage or grief omelette or is it chocolate sausage or whatever it was. And so we had all these combinations and then we had to work out the, and it was even more complicated <laughs> because we'd have these sort of like, often it would be two words to go together that would be a funny. Yeah. But then you'd have to work out... Um, what the phrase was that would make it work. So it just if I had just said, oh, do you like my grief sausage? Mm. I'm doing it, but take solace from a grief sausage. <laughs> so that would take ages. And then there was just, basically, it was, a, it was, to me, it was a bit like you had some sort of fine powder in a sieve and you would, most of it would come out of the sieve and then you'd put it into another sieve and it would keep going through <laughs> as you just kept getting rid of bits that didn't really work as well. Yeah. And then and then um, you almost felt as if you would end up with nothing. <laughs> but eventually you would just end up with some bits that really worked. And how long is that bit, that piece? It's about three minutes. Really? And um, But I don't think you would be able to do more than about three minutes because it's about the maximum an audience can concentrate on yeah, something yeah. so abstract. And I'm not... And I... And I this is just a hunch, but I think that I might have created about 50% or maybe 30% of all of the madness that could even theoretically be created in the English language. Because <laughs> there are only so many words. Yeah, there are only yeah. so many ways of phrasing things and only so many ways of doing things before it becomes... You mustn't be repetitive. Mm. I can never say that word. Repetitive. It's quite a lot of repetition in that word, yeah, isn't I, there? I, I can't say. It. I've never been able to say it. repetitive. 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 Oh, I said it wrong. Repetitive. Repetitive. Is it tutitive? No. Repetitive. Always have testing. Repetitive. The other one I have difficulty is Billy Connolly. 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 Billy Connolly, Billy Connolly, Billy Connolly, Billy Connolly. Yeah, I can't do it, but it takes me ages. Yeah. And I have to really practice it and repeat it. Have you ever done that as a bit? Trying to say yeah, those I words? Do. Yeah, good enough. Because it might be something if you say repetitive and then repetitive, you try to do the Connolly yeah. and then say about how you get me saying Billy Connolly is yes. a bit repetitive. I'll be saying that. Yes. That's funny. I could do that. But anyway, yeah. so yes, I reckon because. <clears throat> You know, you. So when you came up with sausage, did you like just think? Well, sausage is a funny word. So, yes. so did you think what are the funny words, and then try and work from that, or did you just just go? Yes, from I got a list of lots of funny words: sausage, yeah. chocolate. I mean, there's a reference in the madness to banana wheelchair. <laughs> Bananas. <laughs> <are> fun- <laughs> it's um. Oh, it's a fact for the day: banana wheelchair. You should know you were there. <laughs> but yeah so I had to get the right context for it and, and then, that rhymes is the rhyming important did you think about the, the fact that that rhymes wheelchair and rhyme no no right, uh, wheelchair and you were there yeah that does rhyme yeah. but another interesting thing was yeah I'd get words like bananas funny wheelchair and I'd have to work all the things <laughs> but also um, alliteration didn't work so if it, it there would always have to be a different letter ah. so if, if it's um 
banana base and it just sounds or whatever it is. Oh, but really? Interesting, yeah. Banana badger, it just doesn't sound the right badger's thing. Badger's a good one. Yeah, badger's a good one. Did you use badger? No, I didn't use badger. I think in the end for badger some reason... Badger is a funny word, I think. end up in it. But yeah, these are ones that are quite new ones that I've got rid of. This one, I kept trying to make work, but audiences don't like the image, I don't think. So you know Americans, they say they like their eggs over easy. Oh, yes, yeah, so, which I've never understood what that means. No. Uh, and they say... um. Sunny side up, yeah, over yeah. easy. Oh, it's... Over easy. And then I say, well, I prefer mine not to taste of ovaries. Oh. Like, I think that, I thought that was good, yeah. over easy. But I think just saying tasting of ovaries, I over think puts easy. people off. Their reaction goes, it's, it's not that's not funny. It's just, oh, oh. Yes, it's quite. They just um, imagine eating ovaries, yes. basically. But it's so linked, isn't it? Over easy. Like eggs and ovaries yeah. are linked. So I think that's quite funny that it sounds like... It's something I think should work. Yes. Well, it's a pun, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I so, think. And yeah. puns are always tricky to get... Because um, if, you, if, you know, if you get it right, it can be really... Yeah, good. yeah. But if it's not quite right, then people will groan at it. Because I don't think... Maybe it's because over easy... If you liked... If, you, if they tasted of ovaries... You wouldn't say they're over easy. You say they're over e, wouldn't you? So, yeah, so maybe the actual language isn't right. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking. Yes, it doesn't quite over e z. Yeah, so it doesn't yeah. quite make sense. No, it's a shame that, isn't it? And it has the <laughs> over e, which is rather distasteful image. Yeah, exactly. But puns are hard. hard yeah, to yeah, get them yeah. Right. Yeah. M- mustn't become disconsolate just because you've done a pun, which is a good pun, but doesn't mm. quite work. Because they have to really just absolutely work. Yeah. Because if they don't absolutely work... It's dead. That's dead my life. or... Mm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I don't like that. If I get it, I ride it out if it's yes. a groan. But no. So that's why I get rid of loads. Uh, someone gave me a weak handshake. That's seven days I'm not getting back. Oh, that's good, yes. But yeah, but again, doesn't doesn't really work. But also the seven days part is the punch. And so seven days, I'm not getting back. You sort of diluting it a bit, and plus, I think people just think this is nonsense. A seven day handshake. Yeah, it's just a bit. It's just a bit too mad, isn't it? Well, it's quite um, contrived start. It is, yeah. Yes, I've got quite a talking of eggs. I've got quite a few egg jokes. Have you in my in my um comedy albumen? Your comedy what? Albumen. What's an albumen? It's another word I don't know. Oh, comedy al- albumen is some um, part of the inside of an egg, isn't it? Oh, is it? So it's a pun. I'm oh, an album. Comedy album. Comedy albumen. Albumen is the, I think it's the, bit, it? it's the bit that goes between the white and the shell or something is the albumen. Never heard of that. Yes, so, so a hard-boiled one, you'd see that bit, wouldn't you? I think you would, yeah. Th- that's when you, you'd take the shed off, there's that yeah, little that, bit of... that bit. I think that's the album. I might be wrong, but the album is something inside the egg. Oh. I did a so little so pun for you there. Yeah, I liked it. Have you got any other puns? Did you ever... So when you started comedy, did what did, did you ever do, like... Because a lot of people, when they first start, do one-liners. That I did sort the... of do one-liners, sort of, when I started, yes. I think it's a good way to start, because when you start, you need the one-liners, you need to be confident. Oh, I've got one-liner coming up, I'm going to get a laugh. Yeah, yeah. Even if it's the worst audience ever... I'll get a laugh for this because yeah, of yeah. one-liner. So they're quite comforting. I think, yeah, I think for me, because I, when I was at university and I had to do presentations, I didn't like talking for ages without any sort of reaction because I just felt like I was boring everyone. Yes. 
so with a one-liner it's you get to laugh quick get to laugh quick get to laugh quick that's what I, that's what I feel really uncomfortable just talking and talking and talking yes I have done some talks in my life when they've been serious talks have you it's yeah. a really odd experience yeah I think it's weird they're not not laughing. I think. Why are they not laughing? No, no. They're not supposed to be laughing. They're supposed to be serious. <laughs> but I tend to make them a bit funny because just otherwise I feel rather uncomfortable. Yeah, I think I used to before I was a comedian. I used to try and try and make the presentations funny, but I don't think that did me any favours with yes. the final result. Going on a oh, what do you call it when you're you're prote- on a protest? Yes, I got food poisoning on a protest. But the chicken I ate said best before March. That's a joke. It's a, it's a joke, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Doesn't get a laugh. Well, wait, you need to say, um, I should have eaten it earlier. Yeah. I, also depends. I should have eaten it earlier. It said best before March. You know what? It actually did work better since I changed the protest. Originally, I made it about the army. Yeah. The army march. Yes. But someone said to me, you should make it about protest because that's like the most common marching these days but it still doesn't work very well Did you I, reckon sh- I we- went on a protest the other day I went on this protest the other day I, yeah I went on this protest the other day I had a scotch egg it made me sick should have had it before I, just, I should have had it uh, I should have eaten it earlier it said best before oh March. you reckon preempt? I should have eaten it earlier because yeah, I think best- you say it should it made me sick. I should have eaten it earlier. Oh. On the packet, it said best before March. Oh, that's okay. So almost a different joke. So you're eating it while you're marching. Yeah, isn't that the what, isn't that what no, you're saying? No, no, because I was doing this in the date because I'm like doing the joke in June. So best before March means it's out of date by two months. Do you see what I mean? Oh, I see. But, how but no, yours is better. June? Yours is better. Because I, I, like now... It's July. Yeah, but no I one said, is going to be thinking about what it is now. No, They're thinking maybe it not. It's an abstract joke. Yeah, yeah. When you say an abstract joke, they don't think, oh, it's now June. Because they don't take it seriously as a real thing. They just think it's just a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I think it's some. Um, I think. I was on uh, a. In retrospect, I should have eaten it earlier because. You said best before March. Best before. Yeah. I reckon, yeah, I went, I, I went on a protest the other day. Ate, Went on a, you know, a lot of hard work on that. I went on a protest whilst eating a sandwich. Made me sick. I should have eaten it earlier. It said on the packet, best before March. I think you just solved that joke, Paul. I think that's the joke. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I think you've nailed that. No, I think that's it. I think that is it. Yeah. Oh, that's nice to, that, that that happens live on the podcast. Yeah, that's that joke sorted. I don't think there was anything I could do about the... Um, no, over, over easy. Over easy. And what was the other one? The weak handshake. And a seven-day handshake. Yeah. Because that's just too Oh, strict. gave me a weak handshake. Yeah, so like a limp one. Gave me a weak handshake. That's seven days of my life I won't never get back. Yeah. I mean, it's... Like, like a weak handshake, like, oh, seven days. He gets a tiny laugh, but like I'm re- I want big laughs. Paul. What, you say seven days before the punchline? How do you phrase it? Well, no, so originally when I did it, because I was like the punchline right at the end, I'd go, someone gave me a weak handshake, oh, seven days. That was the original way I tried it. But when it's like seven days I won't get back is a more common thing. You'd sort of, God, that's seven days I won't get back. But seven days is the punch. So yes. the, the the week. Unless you go, um, then you couldn't really put it the other way around. You couldn't really say, um, God, I shook someone's hand for seven days. Yeah, oh, bloody weak handshakes. Maybe that is the best way of doing it that way. What do you think? That's more surreal. That's more jokey joke joke. Um, he gave me a weak handshake. Give me a weak handshake. No, no, it was longer than that. Eight days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's a, you could Give me that. a weak handshake. No, actually, it's longer than that. Eight days. That's really good. Paul, that's, that's great. I'm gonna, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try them before this episode goes out and then I'm going to report back in the, in the outro to see whether they worked or not. I think that will. Yeah, you could say... Um, I like eight days, you it's could great. Say, you could say, um, weak handshake, eight days. And then, no, it's longer than that, eight days. And then assuming they laugh, you could say, that's eight seconds of your life, you'll never get back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've got one more written here. I have nothing s- I can do about that ovaries, ovaries. No, I know. And the uh, my thing, people just don't know what that is. They don't know. So that's when you, you know, say, "Oh, Paul, um, oh, I've had problems with my thing." I wouldn't think. Wouldn't would, you? No, I would. No, if you're nervous about saying, you don't want to say willy or penis. You go, oh, well, pop, there's pop a context my, to it, though, isn't thing. there? There's a context to it. Yeah. If you just say my thing, you wouldn't think that. If you were to say, "Oh, Paul, will you stop looking at my thing?" Then I'd know what you mean. Or if you say, "Oh, Paul, uh, um." Oh, I've just eaten that chocolate, but I think I've spilt it all. Um, it's gone all over my thing. Oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. I know what you mean. But if you just say, "Oh, um, what do you think of my thing, Paul?" I'd think, oh, "What are you talking about? I don't know. What is it? What, what have you brought with <laughs> you? I don't phone. know what you're talking about." Yeah, yeah. it. It's the context. You need the context. But 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 the context is given in the the dick pic. So I mentioned penises before. You you do it. But it's not my thing. Yes, but what I'm saying is, it's not a common thing to say. That's my thing. No. You would say that's my. Th- you would yeah, say yeah, that's yeah, my right. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might say, "Oh, 
you might refer to it as your thing in a particular context. Yeah, yeah. And think, with a lot of sort of eyebrows and and thingy, blah, blah. I think people call it my thingy sometimes. But then, even then, there'll be a, a context. Mm. Oh, the other day I jumped over a wall. Uh, I, I think I might have hurt my uh, thing. If you know what I mean. Oh, right. Okay, I know what you're talking about. There. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But if you just say <laughs> my thing, it doesn't. Yes. No. So you would never say that's not my thing. No, you wouldn't. No. If if um if you if you um. If you said I've got a pic, I've got uh, eleven pictures of penises here. Which one's yours? I wouldn't say no. That's not my thing. No, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't even say no. That's not my thing. No, that, so is that's, that my? Th- is that your thing? Is that your thing there? No, that's my thing. But you wouldn't say that, would you? <laughs> oh, well, that's my thing. No, that's your thing. You wouldn't say thing in that context. No, you wouldn't, no. It's always, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. always just when you're just alluding to something because you're too embarrassed to say the word. So yeah. you say, like, if we were, like, doing a lovemaking session, you wouldn't say, oh, um, Paul, would you mind just moving your thing to the left? Oh, yes, yes, of course. Would you mind just moving your thing just a little bit more up and down? Yes, of course, I'm moving more up and down. Oh, I must say, well, I'm enjoying this uh, session. You've got a good thing. Oh, thanks, I like your thing as well. Your thing is even better than my thing. That's why I think. Yeah. That's why it doesn't work, I'm Mark. convinced, I'm convinced. Do you want me to go into any more detail? No, no. No, no. We established now why I think that was work. absolutely clear, and I will never do it again. Paul Furt, yeah, there he is. That was great, wasn't it? It was brilliant. Paul Furt, I do I like, like Paul Furt when he's talking about his madness, as he calls it. Yeah, amazing. Oh, did you like so that? Good. Stuff? I absolutely love. I that. found that really fascinating to yeah. listen to. And You're really laughing as well. Am it's I? Just I can't like, remember. I was I was as high on sea bass. I absolutely love the idea that like. A turn of phrase is as funny as a joke. Like yeah, yeah. There, there isn't, it isn't a joke. It's just surreal words. Also, he is a very important element in that. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah. Because I don't think many it. people could no. do that, but he is just funny. Yeah. So that that helps. Brilliant. And he spends as long finding those combinations of words as you do putting a one. Yeah, line yeah. Two, That's what I found really fascinating. Yeah. yeah, loved it. It's oh, not mate, just spouting for- rubbish. We we spoke for so long. I, I'd forgotten about bits of it. I haven't listened to yeah. back to it. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Although I just said that was great, but I know it was great. Yeah, it was great. Cool. Uh, if you enjoyed it, please, um, uh, you know, leave a review on iTunes uh, and anything you want to tell us at Jokes with Mark on the old socials. Um, seven o'clock tonight, Thursday, I will be going live on Instagram to answer any questions about the podcast or anything else interesting for half hour. I'm mm-hmm. in Brighton, so hopefully I'll get there by then and I'll probably be at the Comedia when I do it yeah bit of fun eh yeah alright check out for a sneaky little bonus episode this week on Sunday night don't tell anyone please tell everyone bye Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.